We are live, aren't we? We're so live. You texted me and you said, at least you're running around cleaning and washing a bunch of sheets. I thought you were taking a shot at me saying, you better be cleaning. No, I was saying at least you're... Because you said you got sucked into a social media hole. And I was over here washing sheets. And And then I wrote... Oh, you wrote black hole. And then I wrote hole and I spelled it wrong. And then you didn't say, at least you're not running around. You just said, at least you're <laughs> running around. So you like took a shot at me without even trying to take a shot. So sometimes I send the message before reading it. And when I say sometimes, I mean every, every time. Every single time. Yep. Every single time. Why are we not in the same elevator? Well, we're in separate elevators, but... It has a hole and a little speaker box, so I can hear you in my elevator. Yeah, that's what people are listening to right now. Yeah, what are you wearing? Ooh, I'm wearing um, sweatpants. Gray. Okay, what's up top? It's a white, long top. How long long is it? It's It's (laughs) dragging on the floor. And it's just covering all of you? Covering the back side, dragging on the floor. The front side is exposed. How exposed? Like a lot or? All of it. Okay, what kind of shirt are you what wearing? What are you wearing? I'm wearing a parka. Inside? Yeah, I'm wearing a parka inside. Are you going to the snow? I just wanted to wear a parka today. In case. Oh, because of all the rain in California that won't stop and it's kind of depressing to be around? Did you say depressing? I did. Uh... Dang. But the rain's good. The rain's good. I just watched a video. The rain's good. We gotta we gotta we gotta spread the news. The rain is good, people, for, for Los Angeles. It's nuts. Okay. California. Can it just we're, spread out though? Like Yeah, but we're in a twelve hundred year drought. We're in a twelve hundred year drought, the biggest one in twelve hundred years. What else? Uh we need the rain. That's all the facts I have. You can't what else be at the end of my facts. <laughs> Oh man, I think I miss the sunshine and by I think I mean I do. What if everything I said was just and by I, I think I think I mean I something, yeah. I mean I and when I you know Russell's under my bed. Oh, he's back under the bed cuz now there's a bed frame. What a treat for him. So for you guys listening, we're separated. We're separated. Johnny and I have separated. Separated. We're done. Don't cry. Don't cry. If you want to, you can. Yeah, you can cry if you need to. We're not separated um, in the sense. Sexually. We're just separated sexually. (laughs) Wait. Wait, what? We're physically separated. We're not emotionally separated. No, we're not emotionally separated. We're just literally in two different locations. And we needed a podcast to come out. And so Johnny had the bright idea of let's do a call podcast. Yeah, first ever. Fun for us. This is our first time. First ever remote podcast with each other. So how was your day without me? Um, well, you know, I knocked out some work stuff. And every time I walked around, I didn't see you sitting on the couch or or cleaning something or 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 looking at the water jug saying, can you can you flip this? But I flipped it today, you know. I know you're strong. You know, Johnny says that 
he didn't see me cleaning. The truth is, guys, I have an addiction to cleaning. And you wouldn't know it by looking at where we live because somehow it's still always kind of messy. <laughs> the saddest addiction that doesn't even work out. <laughs> it's really sad. So he's in our apartment and I'm in the house. Damn, we sound like we're just fucking cocky, huh? He's in the apartment. I'm in the house. We're just <laughs> we're just taking some space with our two different locations that we have. We're just we've been together for many years. Well, almost three years now. It was a long time, and we've spent a, every single day together, basically. I mean, that's not even true. Come and on. so it's like we might move back into this house. I want to suss it out. I want to see how it's working, what the vibe is. Johnny's working on a new job, so he's getting to concentrate. Did you have better focus now that I'm not there? Honestly, it's the same focus. I mean, sure, (laughs) sure. There was literally nothing to distract me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So measurably, it was, yeah. But it's not like when you're here, it's just so hard, you know? It's hard. I I wouldn't say It's more hard for me. Yeah, because I'm a creative. You're on calls. If I was on calls and if I was like had something that I needed to do because I was like, did you take another shot at me and say you're a creative and then you just stopped and said you're just on calls? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just mean you have people relying on you and that helped. That would help me focus as well. You have millions of people relying on you. What are you? Yeah, but they're not like breathing down my neck. Like, hey man, and when's your next video? Or at least if I don't go on Instagram, I don't realize that they're there. So it's just me breathing down your neck saying, hey, when's your next video? Do you ever say that, though? I say, where's little Susie? Oh, little Susie. I've probably requested little Susie more than anyone else in the world and haven't gotten her. Can I I open up to them? Huh? Can I open up to them? Sure, go for it. You guys, I've been in a little bit of a dip. I've been dipped emotionally. I don't know if it's the full moon or if it's the new year, it's probably a lot to do with the rain. It's been very gloomy. Mm. My emotions have been down. And <laughs> it's been tough. And I will say that I think like I, I haven't been as confident in social media as I used to be. So I'm working on it. I'm working on getting it back, getting back on track. I'm going to be filming at the house in a couple of days. Another reason why I'm staying here. But um, I'm not going to act like everything's all gravy. Um, good. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I've been a little down. Yeah, Maybe even medium down. Medium down. Yeah, more than a little. Oh, How's that weight on you? Mm. So this is, all right, I guess let's, okay, well, let's just, this is going to be the transparent podcast. <laughs> I just found the title. Um, the most tricky part is the most internal turmoil and pain I've seen you feel kind of in three years, except for maybe the big divorce moment. But I no, I think this is pretty close of like the most, most turmoil and like shakiness you've been in your heart is at the same time that I'm having the most upbeat an exciting time in the three years I've known me with you. So it's, it's not the best timing, but it hasn't been cr- like crazy hard or anything, but I feel for you 
And I'm so optimistic right now that I feel like my solutions are kind of like, come on, just go, come on, let's, you know, I feel like a little less, I don't know, a little less like, I feel more in my masculine. So like, I feel like my answers are not as helpful to you lately. It's interesting because you have been such a delight to be around. Like yesterday when I was struggling, you were really kind and you held the space beautifully for me. So I know that you said that you're in your masculine, but like it's your kindness that has helped me move it through my body. And I will say that I feel guilty that like, I think that that's made it harder is that because you are in the best like celebratory, exciting time uh, in your career or life or whatever right now. And I've been so sad. I think that's made it harder because there's like this guilt that comes of like, oh, my God, man, and please not right now, not right now. But you're right. It's like for sure in the last three years, this is like I've gotten sad plenty. Right. But it's like a day or two days. This has felt like days and days. And I'm like, what? is this this is bizarre i know we're in retrograde apparently the people say the spiritual people say that once it lifts once retrograde shifts everything will make sense and feel lighter maybe i need to go to another healer maybe i need to just be of service to someone go on more hikes you know, yesterday I realized I didn't move my body. I was in bed all day. And that is my recipe for like unhappiness. But it was raining. Like, I don't know how I paused my gym membership. I don't, you know, it's just. Ugh. Yeah, but that's the time you got to remember. <clears throat> sound like a smoker. That's the time you got to remember that you can get creative. Like you can. You, this is the time to think of or literally think outside the box. Like, oh, Johnny has that membership add-on he kept for me johnny i want to go to 24 with you like let's go to 24 hour fitness just so i can move like when a person's go. going through a depression it's really <laughs> hard to like <sighs> it sucks because i'm such a person that's like you have to be careful what you say to yourself i come from such a background of the way that we speak to ourselves and i'm feeling i'm like afraid that i you know i'm experiencing clinical depression yeah And that's really hard to get someone. It can be for some people hard to get them to get up and out and get out of their head. Like this is the first time I've had even way more compassion for depression than I ever have because I've always had compassion for depression. It runs highly in my family. I'm very familiar with it. Um, I, have done everything I can as far as like eating clean, like uh, everything I can as far as like getting knowledge of like what can help a person feel good, exercise, eating clean, meditation, writing, connecting with friends, getting sunshine, getting exercise, all that stuff, right? So like what if you're doing most of that and it's not working? Like then freaking what? And this is the first time where it's been what feels like so bad. <sighs> but didn't you just admit that you sat in bed and realized, oh, that's my recipe for more pain? And yeah, but I didn't. I don't think I'm used to like being in a location where I. It's when it's raining. I don't know what to do. I did like a butt exercise. Nice. 
Nice. I'm mm. getting irritable right now just talking about it. Dang. I feel that. Dang. Switching gears. Okay. Well, first, <laughs> that's I'm sharing that honestly because I'm sure there's other people that might be feeling that way right now and just know you're not alone. Your season will come. It will shine again. The sun will come out. And if you're killing it right now in life, great. Be like Johnny. <laughs> just be killing it. That's great, too. There's no right or wrong. We are not alone. There are 8 billion people on the planet. Chances are half of them feel the way you do, maybe more. You know, it comes and goes in waves. I trust that, like, I'm not always going to feel this way. But I've sure as heck been crying a bunch. And uh, and that's okay. That's okay. And you know what? I want to address those people that are riding high. Just know you're not alone. And your season will end. All that joy is going to come to a hard stop. And you're going to be right where you used to be. And you're going to go, oh, no, there's no more room up. I'm sliding back down. What did you get up to? You went in a black hole? Yeah, tonight I finished work. And then I've eaten full carnivore for three days. Very proud of myself. That's Uh, crazy. Yeah, feels good. Uh, Maybe I need to do that. I really suggest a change up because I can feel tonight. What is my, carnivore explained to our listener? Uh, the carnivore diet. I'm not saying long term, but I'm just doing a week of it. It is eating quality meats. You can do lean meats and fatty meats. And you can have eggs and you can have some cheeses. I haven't had any cheese yet, but and, eating, and that's eating, it. eating that only and water uh, I do still have coffee. Some people are extreme and don't have coffee. Uh, and staying away from any sugars, staying away from carbs, staying away from vegetables. Just it's just it's kind of like a minimalist diet for this week for me to shake my shake my um, my habits up because my habits have been kind of all over the place. Whatever I wanted for a month or two. Keep in mind, we are not doctors. We are not dietitians. He is experimenting. Really good warning for anyone that thought I was a doctor. I'm just saying you, you have to say this because people get, you know, remember when I said I was juicing and like, I think it was like the third or fourth episode. I was like, I'm on a juice fast. And it was only with the first day. I didn't get past that first day. <laughs> but people were like, this is really triggering for people that don't do. I don't even know. Yeah, and so like, I'm not trying to trigger anybody. I'm just trying to explain that you are doing a carnivore diet and you're saying you're on day three and you feel really good. Uh, yeah, I feel, I, I felt amazing day one and two tonight. I think I feel like, you know, that candida die off and stuff. Oh yeah. I think I feel a little bit of a headache from like s- this huge change of zero carbs going into my body. Whoa. I remember the candida die off. Can't. So candida is yeast and it's in sugar. Like there's yeast in our body. Some people have really high amounts some people have normal amounts and when you oh my god i remember when you take out sugar alcohol soy flour certain cheeses like anything that can feed yeast there's a die off period and sometimes it's like it's there's like withdrawals it's like you get a headache or a stomach ache because the yeast in your body is literally dying yeah, so and so it kind of can hurt. Yeah, 
my head feels a little like annoyed tonight. I've noticed that, but nothing crazy. Like, are I'm, you having enough water? Yeah, I really am upping my water. I'm close to a gallon a day. This is a great conversation. Is that sarcasm? No, kind of, kind of, and no. It's like, are we? I'm like afraid that the listeners like, what are you talking about? What do you? But I mean, the, this look, is riveting stuff. Man, man and I are dumbfounded when people say i love the podcast we have some friends I'm like what are you we, talking about we both <laughs> have friends. we have we both have friends from our individual sides that have come to us and, and for me very unexpectedly it's been like yo i really i really dig the podcast love what you're doing and i'm like wait what are you talking about what are we what are we doing and then like they give us compliments on decisions we make and i'm like what is happening right now so if you're one of the people that like this podcast even like five percent uh, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we really appreciate it. It it keeps us going. I'm already feeling better just outing how I'm feeling. I love connecting. I love I like sharing. I like I like sharing and I like feeling like I do some service to sh- to to if anyone listens to something and opens up or shifts their mindset. I, that's the gift. That's cool. That is a win, Johnny. So when you have a die-off period and you don't feel good, what goes in on your mind? Like for me, if I had that, I'd be like, oh my God, I need to have sugar then. Like that's what happens in my brain. And oh, then, I, oh. I, then I ruin the streak that I'm on. So how do you make it through the die-off period without wanting to just fix it? Uh, I have a strong belief that if I, you know tighten down the hatches and continue on this path i will feel better in 24 to 48 hours and then i will conquer this negative feeling and i think i'll actually help my body in the long run like we only grow from challenge right you know like in life obstacles are what make us so this is an obstacle of my one week promise to myself i made this promise i posted on social media i asked followers to follow along and i had like probably like, I don't know, 15 to 40 people say that they're going to make a diet change this week with me. So it, it inspired me and kept me accountable. So I, I made a promise that until Saturday morning, I will eat carnivore meat, meat based. I might add vegetables at the end, but I'm meat based for sure. So what you get from that. So why not just stay on it? Because I guess why I say, oh, just forget it is because I know I'm, I'm going to eat that way like the sugar or whatever again. So what's the point of going through the die off period if I'm just going to be putting that other stuff back in my body again? Well, I think resets and new cycles for your body and mind are amazing. It's oh. like, it's like, Oh, I'm just going to have coffee. So I shouldn't cut coffee out for a week. No, I disagree. You cut coffee out for a week. Your mind is going to have a shift of state and there is benefits in that, you know, there's, and there's new, like you get to experience yourself in a new state. Also, I, since eating just meat, I feel inflammation going down on my body noticeably everywhere. Like, so then shouldn't you keep eating like that? Potentially. Yeah. And, and I have a new plan after we, Oh, we, they don't know about our trip next week. Next week. It's on Saturday. That's true. Yeah. So do you want to tell them? We are going on a cruise. 
through the Mexican Riviera. It was going to be with his family, but, but they, they got out. COVID. What? What? That's the reason? They got COVID. It's supposed to be a family trip, but instead it's just going to be our pre-moon. Pre? Oh, I see. Pre-honeymoon? A pre-honeymoon. Because we're not engaged or married, but we deserve a honeymoon. What do you call it when it's just like a vic- romantic getaway? Just that? You call it a romantic getaway. <laughs> so it's not a pre-moon? It's our anniversary. <gasps> anniversary. Come oh, on. Lord. For your anniversary, that'll, you'll that'll be, be on our, a cruise ship. That'll be our anniversary celebration. Yeah. Seven years. <laughs> Seven years <laughs> minus four. <laughs> Yo, I just watched the videos, both videos of you and Laura Clary. Those are hilarious. You never saw them? I saw the first one, but I didn't see the second one about the baby pooping your pants. Oh, yeah. You guys make really good videos together. I enjoyed that. Oh, thank you. She's the best. She's such a good writer, performer. We have the best time. Like that day that I went to her house and shot. Again, you guys, I was not in a great place. I got there. I felt incredible all day. She texted me. I feel so good doing this today. What have I been doing? I was literally like, what have I been doing with my life? Why am I not making videos every single day? You guys, I got sucked in to my friendship's drama. And they could have probably done better in life if I just wasn't like... I will never insert myself in people's lives again like that ever. You tried to man the ship. You tried to, you tried to, I tried to control what they were doing in their relationships and guide and move and say, come here. No, you got to go here. It was the worst thing I've ever done. And this is what I would, what a fucking waste of time. I wasn't going to say it, but now that you've brought it up, I did want to say like to your, (laughs) to your, whatever to make the point for you your sadness doesn't come from nowhere sure retrograde sure this sure that sure the rain but also there's been like a big shift in your energy and your focus and that could leave you feeling uh without or leave you feeling like there's a hole because you were you were always so busy trying to help a group of people you know one by one and or as a whole for a year and a half yeah now that that's gone i'm sure your unconscious mind is like what are we doing we have no purpose oh my god yes for a year and a half i was invested in a few friendships deeply like we're talking like like half half of every week at least maybe the whole week i would say most of my time went to these friends because i made me feel connected like the positive of it is made me feel connected it gave me purpose i felt like i was very useful the cons drained me de de what is it derailed you derailed me from your purpose purpose from my freaking purpose purpose um aggravated me made me feel powerless in certain circumstances when they wouldn't take my advice um was really defeating really sad to witness didn't i wasn't aligning with my own boundaries and um integrity and it was just like to me felt like it all crashed and burned and 
you know, I send all these people love. Some I talk to, some I'm not speaking to right now because <sighs> I got to focus on me. And honestly, mm-hmm. I love helping people, but I love helping people when they like are like literally like open and ready for it. Yeah. Cuz you can't they say in 12 step programs like you can't sponsor someone who's just like sitting there like not everybody's ready to change and they have to ask you to sponsor them they have to come to you and there's just like a piece of last year where i started getting just habitually used to checking in with these people all the time making sure that they're okay and and then letting them know if i'm okay and then that was always putting me in the state that like i'm not okay and it's like it was just this weird ass cycle. It almost feels like codependent. Mm-hmm. And then when you were like, you kind of put your friends above us sometimes. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? And so I'm not anymore. <laughs> that was like the statement that made you shift your mind so quickly. Oh yeah, that really got me. That really got me. I'm so grateful for you that you stuck by me. And I mean, I know you got involved too in your own way, but you also had a healthy detachment at times. And I'm just really grateful that you stuck by me and that you loved me through it. And that I feel lucky to have you as a partner because I feel like you have kept me in integrity and our values align. And that feels really good for me because it's never feeling like I'm compromising, like trying to be a better person. Oh, that's sweet to hear. Yeah, you're a really good person. That matters. There's a lot of shitty people out there. Or I should say there's a lot of people out there that are so hurt and confused and never got taught how to like be honest and be open and be loving and tell the truth and and love themselves and hold boundaries. Like we're not taught this stuff. Yeah. And if like I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot that I can say about this stuff, but take care of your energy. Be around friends that are yes, that make you feel good, that celebrate you. If you have friends that like are not happy in their relationships and they're not thriving and they're constantly complaining, just be mindful, you know, just be mindful of how much time you're spending around them. Because for, I would say, you know, Tony Robbins says you become the five people you spend the most time around. And Johnny and I, we looked around and we were like, we are not, where are all the thriving couples? Where are the couples that are so freaking happy and alive and encouraging for each other? And they're just like thriving as individuals, but they're thriving. We were like, where are they? Because we need to be around them so that we can be inspired and have something, yeah, to to aspire to, right? Like that's so important in the same way that you get a coach or like a trainer. You don't. You don't like try to get fit in a candy store. Yeah, you don't go to the gym with a bunch of dweebs when you're the biggest one and ask them for uh, lifts. You know what I'm saying, guys? I remember I went snowboarding with my five cousins and their his my cousins and their friends, and they were so fast. But I felt like I'd never snowboarded better than that day because I had to keep up with them. Yeah, you but rise I, up. You rise but then up I to didn't. the expectation. You rise up to the what's around. You know, you rise to the occasion. 
And if you're surrounded by people that are negative or surrounded by people that are doing things that are below your morals or standards, then you fall down to the occasion. You drop right down with them often and then you're right there and you're like, wait, what happened to me? Exactly. Well, where's Russ? Lesson learned. Russell? Yeah. Russell, you made it into the elevator. Yeah, I uh, picked up a phone and I called in also to this remote uh, Wait a minute. Podcast. You have your own phone? Oh yeah, ma. Dad, Dad has no clue that I got my own phone and I'm I'm calling people all the time. Uh, I called Danielle last week and I uh, said I want to meet up with her. Russell, how are you calling Danielle? Thorpe? He's just calling friends of yours? That's weird. That's, That's weird. weird. I'm a grown, I'm a grown pup dad. You can't stop me. Russell, you're so cute. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Russell, oh. look mm. at him. He wiggles his butt. He wiggles it so heavy. His little furry, wiggly butt. We can sing to him. Wiggly butt. Wiggly butt. Didn't you name your breast Jiggly and Puff? Jigglypuff, I did. Oh, when I was 18. Wow. Well, this was a pleasure. Thanks, man, and for being in the remote elevators. Thank you guys for joining us. Send us to your friends. Hopefully related. We love you. Give us five stars. Leave a review. Subscribe. We love you. Love you guys. <laughs>